welcome to the Broad Review, where a couple of broads count them too. Talk about everything that affects us, but for Pete's sake, don't correct us. Seriously. Just settle in, kick off your shoes, it's time to tune into the Broad Review. Hello, hello. Welcome. Hi, welcome. Welcome. This is the Broad Review, and I am joined by my friend Emily. That's I'm, I'm Emily. That's me. <laughs> you changed it up. You did. You see, I don't. I wasn't. I wasn't, I wasn't ready, ready for it. Uh, my name is Tiffany. That's Tiffany, and she's Emily. <laughs> getting. We're getting crazy. Yeah. We're squirrely because it's Emily's birthday weekend. Yeah. It's a huge milestone birthday for me. Yeah. Just turning 21. 21. Oh my God. Are we at that age where it's like, I'm turning so 21 I, again? I was telling Bill this this morning that I remember when I was 18, 19, I was like, I'm never going to be one of those ladies who's like, uh, who's like, tells the people the wrong age and is ashamed of my age. I'm going to embrace it. It's like, oh yeah, 19 year old Emily. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I'm going to lie about my age forever. It lets me. Because as Emily. long as it's like not like an outrageous lie. Like if I said I was turning 32. 32. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So this is my 32nd birthday. I'm really excited about it. Oh, <laughs> such a baby. I know. It's, it's, one of these days I'll get to 35 and then we can have a real, a real big birthday party. Oh, goodness. Yes. Um, yeah, so, uh, disclaimer, we say bad words. We haven't yet. Um, Shit. Balls. That's not even a bad <laughs> That's word. That's not even a bad word. <laughs> balls. Uh, I've turned into a nine-year-old child for ass. some reason. <laughs> Boobs. <laughs> um, that's our disclaimer, swearing, cover your ears, mm-hmm. and... Uh, our podcast is about us reviewing things because we're broads Mm -hmm. and that's all the information that you need to know. Also off the top, in case you don't listen to our conclusion, because our conclusion is always way too long. Rambling. Follow us on social media, please. Please do. uh, At Broads Pod on Instagram and Twitter, The Broad Review on Facebook. And of course you can find this fine podcast on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Or Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called these days. Stitcher, uh, if it's still around. Stitcher. We're still on Stitcher. <laughs> still there. Uh, did you say SoundCloud? SoundCloud. SoundCloud, yeah. And Spotify. Yeah. Find us wherever your uh, local wherever. podcasts are sold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, for those of you who've been on this uh, long journey with us. It has been a journey. This is now our 20th episode and therefore the end of life of of the broad <laughs> review bye everybody of our friendship no just of season two we are both going to be coming into some very busy time actually not really i'm not doing fucking anything tiffany is going to be coming into some I'm very busy time i'm so stressed out already <laughs> i just want to like crawl into a hole and it's all very exciting things yeah it's just a lot all at once a lot of planning I mean, what's I wanna... customs Oh, what's customs? We don't know. <laughs> was that you? I said that. I don't know how to do customs. What's customs? Readers, if you could call in <laughs> and tell me how to get through customs so yeah. I don't fuck up and get stuck in Amsterdam. Yeah. That would be You're great. You're going to get searched. Oh, God, my butt. Yeah. That's the first place they look. Because where else are you going to hide things? They already ex- like x-rayed Nature's you. Pocket. It's in your butt. It's my vagina. Or your vagina. Nature's you pocket. Put, yeah. Um, I am uh, going to... The fine country of Georgia. Not the state. Not the state. Uh, If you call your doctor and ask if you need vaccinations and they're like, you're just going to Georgia. I'd be like, yeah, the country that's next to Russia. (laughs) 
It's surrounded by Russia, Turkey, one of the biggest stands. The Netherlands, all <laughs> the of those places. <laughs> Most definitely the Netherlands. Um, so I'm going to visit my my little sis and my niece and her husband. And I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to drink some of their local finery, which is called cha-cha. Cha-cha? Brittany couldn't even get a, a shot down. So um, Hell yeah. Yeah, if maybe I can get that home. Maybe I can do that through customs. <laughs> I'm not sure. Excuse me, customs. Can I bring this probably very Cha-cha? strong liquor through? They're like, only if you put it up your butt. I'm like, well, God damn it. I already did that. <laughs> it's already there. Oh, God. I guess I'm going to have to drink it all here. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that is why we are going on hiatus. But I, our social medias will very likely still remain active. Because we can't help but post things. Yeah. I've been not posting a lot on Instagram lately because my Instagram explore feed is real fucked. Mm. It's showing a lot of like uh, housewives type reality stuff. And we uh, for all the reality stuff we're into, that's not one of them. I don't need those memes. No, that's weird. I don't need those memes. So Mine I'm- is just drag race baking in cats. <laughs> Always. That's the only thing that's in there. And now a little bit of Love Island. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, I thought I would start, I'd start to get other memes. Yeah. But. I would like some listener input here for our uh, our star listeners who've been with us since the beginning. I would like t- for you to call in um, and let us know your favorite moments or quotes from episodes uh because i think that one of the things that i'm going to do while tiffany is in georgia the country is <laughs> i am going to make like a a, a sizzle reel a like sizzle reel? A, a oh sizzle my god reel, like a highlight reel of things that if somebody didn't want to sit and listen to a whole episode but like because i understand that committing to a new podcast for some people is it's hard. a big deal that we can put this out to be like, this is some of the fucking quality content that you're going to get <laughs> if you decide to listen. Can we call it greatest tits? Greatest tits. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So if you have any like moments, uh, I know my personal favorite moment still <laughs> is when I called Tiffany ignorant about <laughs> Taco Bell. That's still my personal favorite because I was so full of anger at the moment. I'm and I'm so sorry I threw words Emotionally at you. processing that. <laughs> Well, funny you should say that. I was listening to an old episode this week because um, I like to do that sometimes to see how far we've come on the sound quality. <laughs> we'll get there someday. And uh, it was the Teddy Perkins episode. And I was <laughs> yeah, I don't like crying. <laughs> yeah. So if you have moments like that that you really, truly loved, listeners, uh, comment on one of our social media profiles so I can make sure that I include it in there. Yes. All six of you. All six. <laughs> and uh, one of these days, we will have a uh, some sort of like Hunger Games style fight to the death of who gets to be president of the fan club. Right now, Jenica's in the lead. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, she's actively mentioning our podcast on things. So yeah. So yeah. if you guys want to step up a little bit, you know, yeah. we want to catch up. Yeah. All, all six of you. All six of you. <laughs> So, uh, we actually have already hung out once this week. Yeah, weird. Which is challenging because then we start talking about things. Yep. And then it's like, save no, it. save it. Save that. Save, save that. that for the PCAST. But the reason we got together was to see a movie based on one of our favorite mm-hmm. books. Mm-hmm. And that book is Where'd You Go, Bernadette by Maria Semple. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, so we went to go see that movie this past week. That and happened. And a did that. movie it was. A film from beginning to end is something that I could describe it as. They, it was uh, loosely based on the great novel. Loosely. Yeah. So final thoughts, because we've been holding off discussing this. I didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, my final thoughts are I didn't like it. It it didn't have the charm of the no, book. That's no. what I loved very, about the book is ugh. just Bernadette as a character was so charming and quirky and you identified with her. Bernadette in the movie was a cunt. <laughs> like, for sorry for the hard C, but sorry, she Kate was. Blanchett, but she, she was harsh. She came off very hard yeah like mean and cruel yeah when in the book it was just like she was misunderstood yes yeah and she wasn't i don't think she was doing things out of a out of malice no but it's right i don't also i it the the editing of the movie was super fucking weird like it seemed like they would like cut scenes like mid-conversation like there was more there that they didn't show yeah the the release date got pushed right almost a full year why though isn't it usually to make films better well remember the dark phoenix phoenix rising what's it called uh dark phoenix raising arizona also fan four stick did the same thing oh yeah and i think maybe they they either spent too much time on it or they didn't have enough to work with yeah i don't know because there was that whole scene in the car singing that came up really randomly yeah which they sang in the car a lot that was a big part of the book yeah but and they sang beatles songs too didn't they could they not can you just not afford those in movies anymore but they didn't really show me like everybody sings in the car with their loved ones yeah that didn't show me that they were like it was ve- inseparable best friends it got very dark because then she was just like oh i just you know i just feel so much yeah it, it's like yeah so first of all a lot of people do <laughs> second of all where, yeah, it's special where is this coming from um i also uh casting wise i didn't particularly like uh billy crudup in the role of her husband I liked looking at him. I like that he's a very handsome man. All I kept thinking was how well he's aged. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. He certainly was not who I was picturing in the book at all. Who would you have chosen? I don't know. <laughs> not Billy Crudup. Yeah. I don't know. I felt like he is. Now, I'm not saying this to offend anybody that I know. I think he's a little bit too handsome to represent a Microsoft employee. That's <laughs> no, no. <laughs> calm it, calm it. That's I'm just saying. Like he, we don't know what I'm gonna be in trouble. Like. I'll you're, edit this out. I'm gonna get in trouble. You're that that guy that you're dating. That, that one guy that I'm dating. Well, not to mention there's other Microsoft employees that also listen to this podcast. I do. I'm just saying that like he. He wasn't. He looks like a movie star. He wasn't nerdy. Yeah, he did. They didn't nerd him up at all. Like they they think that like putting like like hiking boots on somebody makes them like a Seattle tech nerd. <laughs> like it doesn't. Where were his I mean, new balances? Uh, yeah, it, uh, I don't know. Should just, he have been in Tommy Bahama? 
Yes. <laughs> I would, his would have been more believable. I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't like An him. An Xbox t-shirt? I also didn't feel any chemistry no. between him and Kate Blanchett at all. No. It was, it was so disappointing. It broke my heart. Like, I know. It, I love that book so much. The audiobook, one of the best. It's great. One of the best. And I mean, you don't even get that like cute, quirky nerdiness from from B no. that you get out of the audiobook. And, no, she just seems like a regular kind of a regular teenager. Threw in that whole her heart condition and yeah, she should have been like two feet smaller. In yeah, my it head. was very. It was. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and not recommend it. No, just keep the book in your heart, close to your heart. Yeah, not even a renter because it's just no. And so it makes me a little scared for so the one of the trailers that we saw <gasps> was for the Goldfinch, which Tiffany says she's not read. I added it to my Goodreads list. Let me just say the song that they use in that trailer, I'm gonna get teary, <laughs> is one of my favorite fucking songs oh, really? by the National. And they're at Marymore Park next week. And I'm like, do I just go by myself and wait for that song to play? The answer is <laughs> no, they- because Marymore Park is a fucking disaster. <laughs> Unless they put up seats, which hopefully they do for your show. Uh, we have a, we have an, an actual seat number. Okay, good. They have to have seats. Yeah, we sat on the backside going. of a small, of a knoll. I'll call it like a small hill. Not my jam. But yeah, so I was immediately like, well, I mean, the they Gold have Finch, good taste in music. It is a beautiful book. It is not a laugh. I mean, it's not Bernadette. It's not funny. It's not. It's, it, it that, is dark. That movie looks excellent it's dark as fuck but it is a it is a very very good book it's also extremely long <laughs> yeah I, I saw that very long um but i just really hope that if if you're gonna adapt novels don't do it like this one don't <laughs> please please save them and just let the book yes. be the book and if you get kate blanchett's name on something like this don't fuck it up no or let kristen wig take the lead because she would have been great. I agree. The and yeah. the only time that like I was like giggling or laughing was when her character when was When the on. lady next to you was guffawing about everything single thing. I d- she was the only person that laughed what during the that? trailer for the fireman movie. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ Which, lady. If we ever make comedy movies about fucking firemen that fight wildfires what don't do that number one don't do that number two lady calm down remember when you said that john cena was busy was that's he busy? What, that's who he was fucking busy that's what with? he's doing that shit and dying his hair brown god yeah chris yeah i going back in time would like to recommend uh, uh like a hbo miniseries of yeah. this like a six episode arc so you get the full yeah. trauma of the 20 mile house yeah. and you get her full ire for Seattle yeah. and you get footage of Seattle. That's not just pouring rain. Yeah. Inaccurate. It was Completely. like, because every time they showed rain, it was December like, rain. It was like, like all the time, you know, monsoon rain, which you're like, yeah. that's not what it's like. I would all. have loved to have seen more of what's the neighbor's name. Mary Sue Lynn. Nope. Mary not Sue Lynn. Mm. I don't remember her name. I don't remember her name. But like her whole hotel scene. Yeah. With the stuff. Yeah. Miniseries. That's a miniseries book. Anyways. Speaking of 
I'm going to transition into a mini review. Do it. Are, you, are we done ranting about yeah, debt? Yeah, I don't think we need... The review yeah. is it's like a... Save your money. Is a solid mm, two out of meh. <laughs> not two interested. out of a five-star, five-way stop. Yeah. Also, seven-way stops? Probably somewhere down by Amazon. Probably. Yeah, let's be honest. Uh, mini, mini review uh, for a book that while I was reading it, I was like, this better be made into a fucking movie. Mm. But then after we went and saw Where'd You Go, Bernadette? I was like, I don't want yeah. anybody. Don't touch this. Don't break this book for me. I finished reading City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert. And you may know Elizabeth Gilbert from the, I was going to say. Little House on the Prairie. The Live, Laugh, Love. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Let's try that again. You may know Elizabeth Gilbert from Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah, there you go. And I know that that book, you either love it or hate it. I loved it. Because I read it at a time when I needed it. Yep. I still have my coffee, coffee, copy with the pages folded down that have the quote. I loved it. I get that it's pretentious white lady bullshit. But at the time when I was like 25 years old and I just, it, I like it. <laughs> the only other book I read besides that of hers was Big Magic, which if you want some pretentious white lady bullshit, it is like, it is about like, your personal magic and creativity creativity of the universe and your relationship with it and it got real weird i didn't even finish it total jerk off motion yeah so city of girls came out i've never read one of her fiction fictions fictional novels oh, fiction. before yes i thought it was about an actual city of girls <laughs> yes <laughs> and they live laugh love and do magic um <laughs> Yes, she has a couple other ones, and mm. I'm like, maybe I should go back and read them. I will say, it was long, <laughs> and I was surprised at how long it was. But by the end of it, I wasn't done with it. I okay, wasn't, I wasn't ready to leave City of Girls yet hmm. because she created this magical, perfect—not perfect, awful things happen—but just this world that you just want to be a part of even when things go south they go south in like uh you know a very uh like old-timey scandalous but kind of like <laughs> wink yeah like it, and it was about showgirls and it was about uh like sea level theater actors in new york at the time uh before the war sea <laughs> list sea <laughs> list um and it just follows this girl's story through all of this. And it's just like, I didn't have that much fun in the century that I'm growing up in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what was it like back then? Um, so if you want to go on a fun little journey. I might have to read it. Yeah, it's good. There's some things that, you know, I always read things that I think are too long with like my red pen in my head. And yeah. I think that's just part of editing and writing as a career right (laughs) but you know it it turned out to be just so beautiful and i honestly haven't stopped thinking about it all week (laughs) i I, you know eat pray love as a movie didn't really land well but no uh, i always cast books in my head and this one i'm like totally stumped on (laughs) because there's no actress today that could play like a six foot voluptuous naturally voluptuous showgirl with like a deep bronxy accent 
Christina Hendricks. Yeah, she's tiny. She is. She's she got little. The, she got tiggle old bitties, though. I love her. She got dreamy swingers. I love that woman. She just got an Instagram, and she's so cute about it. <laughs> she's like, here's my garden. <laughs> yeah, I plant. She's darling. Yeah, no, I'm like, I. you can't even cast this movie, because bodies like that don't exist mm. in nature. Yeah. With a Bronx accent. With, with, also with a Bronx accent. <laughs> like, Natasha Leone's voice. <laughs> Yeah, just make up a, like, and a, like a Frankenstein's monster. Kendall Jenner's body, but like not Kendall Jenner because I don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's my that's my recommendation. Don't go see Bernadette. Read yeah. City of Read Girls. This instead. Yes. What's your regular review? My this real week? review this week, I was saving until I finished the season and also saving for the finale because it's one of the more ridiculous things that I love watching (laughs) so i think it was last year when we first got to washington um i was looking for like light things Mm -hmm. to watch drag race saved me uh handmaid's tale was not on that list nope shouldn't have been still isn't on that list never gonna watch it shows that just were not you know it was a big life transition uh which oh adjustment disorder that's a thing yeah yeah it's true yeah Bernadette reference. Okay. So I found this show on Hulu and I was like, that is everything I love in life. (laughs) And that show is Claws. Not like Santa Claus, but like Claws, like Cat Claws. And um, I learned in researching the show that season one was actually on HBO, which I don't remember. I think somebody was high on the Wikipedia page. And then TNT picked it up. It was? I Maybe I read it wrong. No. HBO was on that wiki page. Hmm. And not that I <clears throat> normally research using um, Wikipedia, but, you know. Cite your sources. It's for the podcast. Um, but the it, it's been on TNT and then uh, Hulu has seasons one mm-hmm. and two. I paid for seasons two and three because they take so long to get on Hulu. <laughs> I bought them on Amazon because <laughs> I just I I needed to watch it. I needed to know. Um, and then I think the only other person in my life that listened to me when I said, "Please, goddamn, watch the show," was Brittany. So she was watching. We were watching season three at the same time. Claws is a story of um, a group of nail artisans from Manatee County, Florida. And by nail artisans, I mean. Yes, they do manicures, but they do the manicures with like the dangly charms. Yeah, hell yeah. And like the pearls and like the super pointy nails or the coffin nails or like like the the most stuff that you can put on an acrylic fingernail. (laughs) That's what they specialize in. So they're a very popular salon, but they're like in the ghetto, like a ghetto strip mall um, in this part of Florida, which, you know. We know. <laughs> you, know, you know, Florida, that place. So um, the the main sort of storyline or what what kind of catapults the any of the narratives um, is that they are um, laundering money through the nail salon for the Dixie Mafia, which I giggled my face off when I heard that term. But it's a it's a thing. The, like it's like a, the mafia, but in the south. Yeah, it's like the white people mafia. 
All right. Dixie Mafia. I love it. I didn't know that was a thing, but I believe you. It's a real, yeah. And I was like, guys, TNT, are you supposed to be referencing? I mean, sure, whatever. (laughs) Uh, It's like three steps away from the KKK, you know? Yeah. Um, So there's been three seasons of this show. um, And obviously, I'm not going to go into detail about all of them. Just in case Bill's listening, you don't want to spoil it for him. I don't want to ruin the show for Bill, that Microsoft. That guy you're dating. Um, so I thought I would just tell a little bit about the characters and, and how they're all linked. Mm-hmm. Um, and the main character is played by Nisi Nash, mm-hmm. who I never really, like, I didn't watch Reno 911 it pro- in the same way that I didn't watch It's Always Sunny, yeah. which now I can't stop watching it. And You would fucking love Reno 911. I, it is goddamn hilarious that might have to be what comes next after it's always sunny there was like all this stuff that i didn't watch because my stoner ex-boyfriend watched it and so i just assumed it was ignorant no it's hilarious um and you know she's she's had tons of roles Mm -hmm. um she was in if they see us is that what it was called when they see us if they see us oh my god no offense to ava i think it's when they see no if they see us (gasps) i can't remember Oh, my God. The story about the Central Park Five. Yes. I know what you're talking about. Niecy Nash is in that. And all the main actors fucking blew my mind because they were so good. I, like, had to double check. Like, is that fucking Desna from Claws <laughs> making me cry right now with how good she <laughs> is on this serious fucking dramatic show? Yes. Like, she is so, um, what's it? Not, not diverse. Adaptable. I don't know. She's a great fucking actress. She's just a great. Let's just not actress. try and use big words today. She's a great actress. Um, so she is the main character. She's the owner of the nail salon. Um, she's the head bitch in charge. I use that term lightly, but they use it quite often. <laughs> they also use terms like boss bitch, you know, things Hell like yeah. that. I love it. Um, and her main goal in this story is that she wants to. She's only laundering money until she gets enough to buy a better salon out of the ghetto because she knows that her girls, her manicurists are good enough and they deserve better yeah. and they shouldn't be slumming it. Yeah. Rich clients aren't going to come all the way down there. Yes. Um, so she comes from an abusive foster family and that also kind of um, shapes her as a character because she is just constantly trying to to rise above and to have more and, you know. Besides just having enough, like going above and beyond Mm -hmm. and taking control of her life. So um, her family in the show is uh, her brother, Dean, and he is an adult with autism, I believe. Somewhere on the spectrum. Um, He is played by Harold Perrineau, who I immediately recognized as Michael from Lost. Okay. That he just ran around yelling Walt yeah. the entire time, <laughs> which it will forever, forever blow my mind that he was also Mercutio in the Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio, which is one of the best roles of all time. Yeah, like, he was so good in that. I We gotta watch that soon. I fucking love that movie. If you want that to be your next pick for family movie night, you Oh, can. it's either that or Biodome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was a pick. I forgot what it was, though. It's gone. I'll think of it. He plays this role really well. He is also a a very, very well actor. (laughs) Very good actor. I don't know how correct it is to have an autistic adult in the show running around laundering money. 
dilly-dallying with strippers, going through a bodybuilder phase. <laughs> he also went through a uh, male dance performer phase. Nice. And then became addicted to Mahjong in this most last season, which I really don't know how that works. I don't know how that game works. Wait, d- like the tile game Mahjong? Yeah. Mahjong. Yeah, so Dean Dean does a lot. Dean has a lot going on. <laughs> He's got some things. Yes. Uh, Dean is dating. This is a spoiler. Sorry, Bill. Uh, Dean is dating one of the nail techs. Her name is Virginia. And she is played by, oh, God, there was a pronunciation on Wikipedia, Kerushe Tran. And she is a darling, teeny tiny, beautiful Asian girl who has the tackiest wardrobe I've ever seen. (laughs) They all do. And it's delightful. And I'm sure people dress like that in Florida. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that this is, like, very true to life. That somebody went down there and researched wardrobe and then, like, went to the local Piggly Wiggly to pick up the dresses. She is a former stripper who uh, got caught cheating at the time with... Uh, Desna's on-again, off-again lover, Roller. Roller has a real name, but I don't use it because he's Roller. <laughs> That's what he goes by. Um, he's played by Jack Kessie. Hasn't really... He, he's mm. been in a lot of things, but not... No. Mm, yeah. As for you, you know. Yeah. Um, he is the nephew of the Dixie Mafia boss. Um, on-again, off-again with Desna. He's attractive in a very dirty Florida white trash way. You're not quite sure, like, if he has an accent or not. At first, I was like, well, is he part of, like, the Ukrainian mafia? No, he was just wearing a grill, so he was talking funny. (laughs) Um, He uh, never uses buttons. I wrote that down. Does not use buttons. His shirts are always open. And he doesn't have, like, a super hard bod. You're not going to be like, oh, he's such a babe. (laughs) But, like, roller's roller. And he's, he's, mm, I guess, maybe the main heartthrob of the show. Yikes. I don't know. know. He makes a lot of choices. So let's see. Who else? Okay. The other nail techs that are also like the crew, Desna's crew. There's Polly, who is played by Carrie Preston, who you would know from True Blood. I love her. Um, Super spicy little redhead. She is so fucking funny. She's so weird in the show. It's like they (laughs) let her do whatever ever she wants they're like here's the storyline you need to get across and if you need to dress up and use a weird accent to do it go for it do it (laughs) like she is always using different characters it's part of her her uh psyche a little bit because she she was in jail for um being you know she's a con artist so she did get caught once because that's what happens when you're a con artist so she's on parole um, and so she has to be careful around the money laundering so she doesn't go back right. to jail. Uh, she's a pathological liar. It gets her in a lot of trouble. <laughs> but she, when it gets to the storyline with, with the, the male dancers, the strippers, she's their dance instructor and takes on like this old timey Broadway type <laughs> thing. And God, she's she's so funny. But also like, you just want to, when she's upset, you just want to like yeah. hold her because she's just such a sweet pea. A little crazy. She's great. Uh, so that's Polly. And then there is Quiet Anne, who is played by Judy Reyes from Scrubs. I also didn't watch Scrubs. Oh, the curly okay. hair, Hispanic. Yeah. Yes. Season one, she's very quiet. 
And she's very underdone. She's uh, the lesbian of the gang. So, um, and she's very street. She is in like big oversized plaid shirts. She's usually got her hair braided back somehow. And in season one, she was like legitimately quiet. (laughs) And all I was thinking was like, girl, you were on a sitcom for eight years. What did you sign on to a show for where you literally don't speak and you don't get to wear makeup? (laughs) (laughs) She she evolves a little bit through the seasons. But yeah, so she's basically like the the doorman. You know, when somebody comes in the salon to do business, the quiet Anne is always there. She's their enforcer. She's the driver. uh, She's the muscle of the crew, if you will. And then the last crew member who is my personal hero uh, is Jen. And she's Desna's longtime best friend, BFF for life. She is a blonde, bodacious, curvaceous goddess to where if my body did what hers did, I wouldn't care that I was overweight right now. <laughs> she is so fucking curvy and I don't know what she's wearing on her waist, but my God, we're gonna I'm gonna we're gonna Google her. <laughs> the outfits that these girls wear. It's mostly Virginia, Jen, and Desna that wear what I mm-hmm. like to consider like a Florida couture. <laughs> yeah. A lot of jumpsuits. Uh, so many spandex jumpsuits. I just, I don't understand the physics of how <laughs> any of this works. I just know that um, my body doesn't belong <laughs> in those things. Jen is played by Jen Lyon, who hasn't really been in anything else she was in one of the george lopez shows which i thought was interesting but okay. like i'm glad she moved on <laughs> to be with niecy nash but she is like she's like my florida dream girl <laughs> she's just tacky barbie and she is so mouthy and so quick and so funny and there was a line in the season about tits that i could not find but i i need to go back through my text because i texted it to Brittany. <laughs> she's she's a miracle um, so she is married to Bryce, who is also a nephew of the Dixie mm. Mafia boss. So him and Roller are brothers. Uh. Could not be more different. Bryce uh, tried to stay out of the business, the family business, for a long time. He ends up getting drawn into it. But what he really wants to do is be an inspirational life coach, <laughs> which is amazing. Um, so Jen and Bryce have a lot of storylines in it. Um which takes us to the boss of the Dixie Mafia, Uncle Daddy. Uncle Daddy? Uncle Daddy. Uh, okay. He has a real name. I didn't write it down. It's not important. Totally forgot what his name was. Uh, but that Roller and Bryce call him Uncle Daddy because their real dad died in the business. So he's their uncle, but he's also their daddy. Uncle Daddy. Uh, uncle Daddy is played by Dean Norris, who was in... One of the greatest television shows ever, Breaking Bad. He was the, um, I, was he a DEA agent in Breaking Bad? He's the brother-in-law with the crystals. Remember he gets in the oh, crystals? Oh, yes. They're fucking minerals. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and again, Dean Norris, you were in Breaking Bad and now you are playing a character named Uncle Daddy. Uncle Daddy. Wow. Okay. Were there... I'm, I'm guessing there weren't a lot of options. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how uh, Hollywood and casting works and how people make their choices. Um, but it, it it cracked me up because I was like, is that? No, he wouldn't. 
Yeah, yeah. It's Uncle Daddy. Um, so he's he's married, but he also has a twink boyfriend on the side named Toby, um, who is um he met at the strip club that Uncle Daddy owns called Shishis, <laughs> which is a transsexual strip club. Shishis, because Uncle Daddy likes the transsexuals. Okay. Yes, and Toby is eventually going to get he his promise. Uncle Daddy's promise to him is that he's going to get boobs. Oh. Which I think there was their boobs for a while. Maybe that was like a dream that somebody had. So those are the main players. There's a lot. It's a lot of shenanigans. Season one is basically internal drama with the Dixie Mafia mm-hmm. and the money laundering. Season two, we get some Russians brought in. Oh. Uh, the Russian Mafia. And season three revolves around uh, casino ownership and introduces two very strange characters, uh, Mac and Melba. Notable because Mac was um, Hawk in Twin Peaks, mm-hmm. which I was like, okay, there's probably not a, roles, a lot of roles for Hawk in Twin Peaks anymore. No. So casino owner, sure. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so season one, amazing. To the point where I was like, well, now I have to buy season yeah. two on Amazon to be caught up with it. To the point where I was like, now I have to go. Season three is airing. Now I'm buying season three. Season three, it did that thing where shows get a little full of themselves. And they're like, we're going to get crazier. And it's like, you already are fucking (laughs) batshit. Like, you're already already there. Uh, Season three definitely takes some creative freedoms that I... I, The whole time I'm texting Brittany, I'm like, this is going to get the shit canceled. There were like music video sequences, weird dream sequences. There was like a faux birth of one of the adult. It, it got, it got, <laughs> it went a little off the rails. Uh, there is no news about season four yet, but I think that it has enough of a following that yeah. maybe they can bounce back from season three. I fucking love the show because <laughs> it is, it, it's not always light because they are dealing with, you know, mafia themes and, you know, drugs and guns and all of these things. Um, It can, it can be super serious. And, you know, there's things that happen with the foster family that they grew up with. There's a shmushmortion, you know, there's all of these things happening, but at the same time, it's very funny and witty and fast and very well written. I love Love the tacky aesthetic. We don't have to keep going into that. I fucking love it. Do you want to move to Florida? No. Okay. <laughs> but I want to dress like I'm from Florida. No, I want to be shaped like Jen. If you want to start dressing like you're from Florida, you're you're. <laughs> I applaud you and salute you. Do that. Why not? You know, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. I'm 32 years old. <laughs> um, one of the things that I appreciate is how much they all commit to these roles. Because they're ridiculous. They're fucking insane. But they're they're all acted really well. Mm -hmm. Like, there's been some very emotional moments, even with Uncle Daddy, where you're like, he's fucking selling this right now. Like, good for you. A lot of stories about their friendships, because, you know, Desna's the boss, Mm -hmm. but she's constantly kind of throwing her friends under the bus. Not on purpose, but shit happens to, to everybody. And so... Um, a lot of lot of storylines about friendships. Of course, the love stories are interesting. <laughs> yeah, you know, Virginia and Dean 
Jen and Bryce, Uncle Daddy and Toby. (laughs) (laughs) When I was looking up information about it, there was a quote from the LA Times that I, it's just perfect. They called it the working class big little lies. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Which I guess, yeah. Yeah. I I guess. Sure. Sure. We'll call it that. Um, So that's Claws. I think the seasons are 10 episodes a piece, maybe. And they're like normal length, like an hour-ish. And so all of them are on Hulu now, or are they still like breadcrumbing season three? Season three just finished, so I don't know when it will be on Hulu. Because it's not one that they release weekly. Right. But one and two are. Okay. Yeah. It's fun. It's ridiculous. So um, I am going to go ahead and rate Claws four out of five delightfully tacky manicures. <laughs> I I love nails like that. And I mean, I have no business. I have no business with even like, <laughs> r- like even like long nails. I look ridiculous. But oh, some of the like the really cool manicures that they yes. do, they're so creative. Yeah. And they're just amazing. I don't, I don't know if I've ever, besides on like a drag queen, have and the TV show have ever mm-hmm. seen a person in real life with those nails. We all live in Florida. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I always wanted the charm, like on an acrylic. Yeah. You know, just like the hoop, like those pierce so my cool. nail. I don't even. Ha- I'm, I'm down to stubs right yeah. now because I just. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a manicure tomorrow. They're gonna fucking yell at me about biting my nails. Yep. Be like you live my life. <laughs> yeah, leave me alone. Leave me you alone. don't know me. I don't want. Just long put nails. a charm on this nail. <laughs> I know you can't get to it. I don't care. Do it anyways. Pierce my finger. <laughs> <Ew>. Yuck. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but that's a movie. That's a movie. A show that I have been intending to watch and is on my it's on my radar. So I'll maybe I'll watch while you're in Georgia the country. Georgia the country. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, and you'll have to let me know your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'll love it. Yeah, you know I love tacky shit too. Gotta love it. I, and and like, but I will probably try to incorporate some of their lifestyle into my lifestyle, which is what I usually do. <laughs> That's why I'm drinking this Love Island water bottle right now. <laughs> uh, I went shopping the other day to get um an, an an outfit to wear to your your birthday celebration, and I I found myself. I've tr- I've, I want to dress like Sharon from Catastrophe because we just finished <laughs> yeah. watching that again. And then I would try something on. I'd be like, this is a mix between like a busy Phillips dress and a Sharon dress. And I'm that's who I want to be right now. Do uh, it. Uh, yeah. I'm pulling it. I'm doing it. Pulling it in. Do it. Yeah. Do it. You be you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wear a uh, spandex jumpsuit. Uh, I'm wearing a jumpsuit. Is it spandex? It's not spandex. It is. It is one of the more forgiving fabrics. It's what. It's whatever. Like you know what blazers are made out of. It's that. Whatever the fuck that material is. Polyester. Yep. Oh. <laughs> it's it's a poly blend. <laughs> it's nice because it doesn't show like some of those jumpsuits. Like if you have a lump, which uh, I have many lumps. Uh, <laughs> lovely lady. They're lumps. not lovely lady lumps. They're just lumps of fat. Um, you have to like full body, you know, spanks it to be even be able to wear them. This one is forgiving enough that you don't have to do that, and so I'm I'm excited to wear it. But I'm excited yeah. to see it. And I got I get sassy new heels. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> get your hair did. <laughs> we all. So yeah, what a. Are you gonna finish talking about Love Island or? <laughs> well, no, 
No, I mean, I, I have now finished season five of the UK Love Island, and the couple that I thought was going to win is not who actually won, but I'm not mad at about who won, and I'm not going to talk about it. But following the careers of all of those people afterwards on social media has been exciting. That's so fun. And fun. Are they all, like, extra versions of themselves? Like, do they get their lips done and their weave redone? No, all of them kind of just stayed the same people because i mean you it's hard to hide who you are when there's cameras filming you 24 hours a day true and if you didn't win you don't have extra money to get your lips oh no those motherfuckers have a shitload of money all of them all of them so they branding i saw on um and i think it was reddit i followed love island on yeah of course i do um they were it was like a list of all of the season five people and how much money they get for appearances uh, somebody who is in the top four gets $30,000 per appearance. Just to, like, go to a club? Just to go to a club and show up. Fuck. So, I mean, the the prize, the $50,000 prize, that's not the prize. The prize is getting far enough and being interesting enough that people are going to pay you $30,000 to sit at a club. Did Amy get that far? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> no, no, ma'am. Um... Wow. No, so what I'm actually going to be talking about is uh, another thing that white women are interested in. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we have, you know, reality shows. Mm -hmm. Finding ourselves. Finding ourselves. Motivational speakers. uh, LaCroix. Rosé. Not not Rosé Cider, let me tell you. (laughs) Gentrification. You know, all of those things. Uh, One thing that white women have in common is we all love a good murder show. Yes. We do. It's because, and there was a very good article, I forget where, going into in-depth why white women love crime and true crime so much is because we don't encounter it. And so it's, it's foreign to us, but interesting. Jesus. There's a, a book... Uh, I know the author's name is Rachel Monroe. I don't remember what the title of the book is called, but it's about yeah, white it's women about that. <laughs> it's about that, and it's just kind of about the whole fascination yeah. in general. Anyways, so white women have gotten two gifts um, for one from well, no, both from Netflix. Yeah, thank you Netflix. Um, thank you Netflix. Uh, in August, um, the first one that we got, and the first one I'm going to review is. The Sinner Season 2. Yes. Let me tell you, I didn't know there was a Sinner Season 2 until I saw the preview on, like, the banner of Netflix, which oh. was just the preview for Season 1. Yeah, no more Jessica Biel. And so I'm, pu- I'm, I'm like, looking at it, and I'm like, there's a Season 2. They wrapped that shit up. Like, murder solved. <laughs> it was done. How were they going to make this into a Season 2? What in the fuck could this possibly be? Yeah. I... I, I was like, what did Jessica, did she get to just murder somebody else in the middle of the day? Like, She's what? gonna, it's a whole season of her talking about vaccinations. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I was like, oh, is she just gonna, you know, go stab somebody and then, like, also look fabulous at the same time? Like, when like when they like, were taking her, like, mugshot pictures, it's like, fuck you, Jessica. <laughs> Eight hours of her riding Justin Timberlake's coattails. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, turns out, season two of The Sinner Ain't about Jessica Biel at all. She's no. not in it. Um, we go more into, um, instead of it focusing on Jessica Biel, it's focusing on Bill Pullman. Yes, 
Not Bill Paxton. Oh, rest in peace, Paxi. He's dead? (laughs) Bill Paxton died. When? A couple years ago. I did not get that news. (laughs) It was crushing. (laughs) It was crushing. He was my favorite polygamist husband of all time. (laughs) And of course, in my notes, I realized... I have not written down a single single fucking character name. I've only written down the actor's names. <laughs> so um, he will forever be... This is the detective. The detective Bill Pullman. Uh-huh. Um, so it, it, it goes into more of Bill Pullman's backstory. And I found him very, very... And a very interesting part. 2017. Of season, sorry. Oh, of season one. His character was great in yes. season one. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and, you know all of his like side shit that he was going through it i was like okay where are they gonna go with this in season two and also what they're obviously going to have to do a crime what crime are they going to do and they make that very apparent episode one wait was he the detective a lot of detective series is he the one that would go and have a lady step on him correct okay yes um (laughs) so Episode one, and this is not a spoiler because it's in episode one. I'm not. I'm just gonna tell you what. I'm not gonna go into anything after that. Bill, he didn't want to watch this. Um, so in episode one, a little boy named Julian poisons his parents, and the rest of the season is trying to find out why that happened. Yeah. Oh. So I'm not going to give away anything more than that, is that episode one establishes that there was this weird murder, and the whole situation seems weird. Everybody seems nervous, like, what the fuck could possibly be happening that this kid poisons his parents? How does a child know how to poison? How does a child know how to poison somebody? How old was he? Uh, 13. I was going to say Well, they, They mentioned that he has, you know, he is a little bit you know, growth deficient that he looks very young for his age. But yes, he was 13. That's what happens to vegans. Um, (laughs) So uh, I can't really go into much more than that because it's one of those shows that every single episode is a spoiler. And there is like something that happens towards the end or at the end of every episode that is a spoiler. So I can't really go into it. So I'm going to have to specifically just kind of go into the actors. Uh, I'm going to... Bill Pullman, great. I'm going to start with Carrie Coon. No. I fucking love Carrie Coon. I loved her in The Leftovers. She, oh my besides God. Justin Thoreau, she carried that fucking show. Yeah. Um, oh, she was oh, also the priest. The priest. Oh well, yeah. No, everybody Talk was fucking me. good. Everybody's fucking good in that show. Watch The Leftovers. It's so fucking good. I have got to get Justin to watch that show. God, he will fucking love that. It show. It is so good. I want to watch it again. I'm not uh, ready. You know, you Ooh. need to be in an emotional state. Um, <laughs> she was also in the second season of Fargo, the TV show. Um, did you watch that? No. No, me neither. Uh, she was also Proxima Midnight in the Avengers movies. You didn't know that, did you? What? Yeah, she was the bad the bad lady in the... The, 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 ba- the, the bad lady. The only lady in Thanos' crew. She's Proxima Midnight. No. If you listen to it, you can't tell by looking at her because she's she got makeup. She she's an the, alien. the sinner um, voice? But <laughs> try to listen to the next time you watch it. Um, you'll be able to tell that it's her voice. Ooh. So... Carrie Coon, I need to go on a wild fucking tangent right now. I love it. That I have... That you wouldn't tell me on Wednesday. No. <laughs> it is such a weird tangent and a connection that, like, it, it had me... When I realized, like, the connections that I had to Carrie Coon, I was like, Six are you degrees fucking of Carrie kidding Coon. me? It was crazy. All right. So back when I was in college, I saw when a play... I was a young girl. 
I was at some theater workshop. I want to say I was in Iowa. Uh, I know that sounds weird. Um, I was at some theater workshop, and it was a, a play called Bug. And okay. this play is so fucking good. Uh, it was the only play I can remember from that theater because there were a lot of like experimental plays or plays that had, were new. And that was kind of like, you know, groups come on and they put on these the shows that are fairly new and newly written. And it is such an amazing fucking play. So the playwright, and I have it here. I have it. I have it. To prove, to prove how obsessed with it I was, evidence. I bought a copy of it and I had it. And it's such a like, I've I've never seen it shown on the stage since that theater workshop. Never. Oh. Even though it's so fucking good. So the playwright of Bug is a playwright called Tracy Letts. Mm-hmm. I see that. So Tracy Letts. The booklet you're holding right there. up. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tracy Letts also wrote um, that August in Osage County play that became a uh, movie with uh, Meryl Streep and... Goddamn Julia Roberts. Julie Roberts and Live, laugh, uh, Benedict. Yeah. It was a downer. Benedict Cabbage Patch. Benedict Cabbage Patch. Um, also a play called Killer Joe that was very good. So I became absolutely obsessed with Tracy Letts. Okay. Um, like, read all the plays, you know, when a movie would come out, I was obsessed. So Tracy Letts worked for the Steppenwolf Theater Company in Chicago. Okay. And... So did Michael Shannon, who starred in the movie version of Bug. The guy with the face. The guy with the face. He was in the movie version of Bug, which I contemplated making you guys watch. <laughs> but it is, it is a, it's fucking dark. I think I have seen it on something. One of the media. The, the general story is like, it's these two people's. Uh, descent into complete and utter madness in a hotel room. That's the entire plot. So it was a better play than it was a movie. Okay. Uh, but the movie was still pretty interesting. And Michael Shannon played his his character in the movie as well as the play. So when the oh. play came out, he debuted as that character and then he was also in the movie. Did you see him in Iowa? No. Okay. Carrie this is Coon, not about Michael Shannon. Carrie Coon was also... <laughs> In Steppenwolf Theater Company. Okay? So I've I've been obsessed with Tracy Letts. Love Tracy Letts. Love her. Love all of her stuff. So I'm looking at Carrie Coon's IMDb. Yeah. And because I wanted to see, you know, what was her life about? Steppenwolf Theater. Married to Tracy Letts. No. And I'm like, wait, what? Carrie Coons, I didn't know that she was a lesbian. That's I, interesting. Yeah. Interesting fun fact. So um, I clicked on, because I know Tracy Letts is a playwright, and so I clicked on Tracy Letts. Tracy Letts is a man. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy Letts has been a man this whole time. Captain Wendy. I worshipped Tracy Letts the woman. Because I was such like, a I was like, she's got fire. such a, she's got, a, she writes women so God well, and she's such a great female playwright, uh, just a visionary <laughs> female playwright. Tracy Letts has been a fucking man this whole time, <laughs> and so this like whole time. this whole thing, it blew my fucking mind. Oh my god! It turns god. out Tracy Letts is also in the Sinner. What? Yeah. So Tracy Letts as, as an actor. Yeah, he plays um the dad. In the center. And that's all I can say. Yeah. So that's Carrie Coon's husband. No, it... 
It is. It is. They met at Steppenwolf, and she saw how much of a visionary Tracy Lutz was as well, and that also is a man. Oh, gosh. Here's a picture of them together. Yeah. So they've been married for, like, a long time, too. She's giving so much side boob. (laughs) I love her. So that, my mind was blown that I had spent... Your feminist hero. (laughs) My feminist hero, Tracy Letts. I had spent years assuming that Tracy Letts was this amazing female playwright. Not, actually. How old do you think Carrie Coon is? She's the same age as us, isn't she? 32. 32. (laughs) Is, how old isn't she like 37 or 38 she's 38 yeah i would have said at least 43 just based on the wisdom she carries in her soul <laughs> as a character and everything she's in no we old i've done nothing with my life <laughs> you have not married uh possibly female playwrights either <laughs> i can't believe it it was like my my entire college years were crushed because I spent, that was a journey. I actually spent time trying to convince our college to put this play on, and then later on trying to convince other theater groups that I was with that we should do this play, and everyone's like, yeah, we can't do it. It's too fucked up. <laughs> and I'm like, but Tracy Liz is such a wonderful female writer. Shouldn't we support female for playwrights? for the women. It's the vagina monologues. Jesus Christ. So <laughs> That was a journey. That was a journey. Um, the... <laughs> so that was a tangent um both carrie coon and tracy lets the man are very good in this show in the center they're in there together they don't really re- interact with each other though Ugh. um <laughs> bill pullman is really good he always seems tired so tired he's so tired have you got someone um, stepping on your neck all the time in high heels <laughs> There were a couple of moments in The Sinner Season 2 where I thought he looked a little bit sexy. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? Wait, what? Why is what? Am I attracted to older men now? Is that something that happened? So here it is. Here it is. is. (laughs) Um, But we need to mainly talk about the kid. Oh, my God. The kid who the character's name is the only character I wrote down. It's Julian. Um, The kid's name is Elisha Henning. Mm Mm-hmm. He's had a lot of smaller roles, but holy hell is he going places. This kid, I, for some, in some scenes, I was like, oh, this isn't an actor. He's just really super fucking weird. Like, they just found (laughs) some really weird kid. They're like, let's just find this weird kid. Tell him what to say, but then, like, just, like, film it and, like, maybe give him some candy or something. Yeah. this kid is amazing. Yeah. He's amazing. He was, he so scared the shit out of me. So creepy. Like in those creepy moments, I had to like look away and to be like, this is, this is why I'm not reproducing because that might happen. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he's so creepy. And like, if you look at pictures of the kid, of his, the actor. Is he like darling? Yeah. Got, like well, a big old cheeser smile. Yeah, he's not creepy. <laughs> um, so good for that kid. And he definitely, um, you know, being the main kind of the main focus of the 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 season but also having these like huge actors around you and like out acting you like good job for you yeah he was he was really good he was really good sorry i was looking up i knew there was another cast connection that i was trying to figure out when i was watching the show Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna pause and wait and see if it comes up okay um so overall with the center uh a good watch um, there were a couple of plot points 
that I could see coming from the first episode. So they didn't hide. The Sinner season one, I didn't get any of that. No. Everything was a fucking surprise. The the Sinner Sinner season season one one was one of the better and maybe murder dramas because we knew of the things that they were going to throw at us from season one that we were expecting it a little bit i don't know but there were yeah. some of the 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 twists and the the wood directions that it went that i was like yeah i could have told you that at the first fucking episode yeah um so overall i'm gonna get it at a, a 3.8 out of five men with women's names <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, she's a lesbian. That's the surprise. That's that's not a good surprise. (laughs) Well, okay, but, like, if you think about how many playwrights can you picture in your head right now? (laughs) Zero? Tennessee Williams. Any? Yeah, like, it's it's only people who are older. And so, like, uh, why would I think that somebody named Tracy was a man? (laughs) Why would I think that? Being a huge fan the number one fan it was the days before you could just fucking google it it totally was it was the days before before google things were still a mystery on my flip phone (laughs) uh so the other uh murder show that we were graced with in august was something that many people were looking forward to and i fully knew was coming because there were trailers there was talk there was oh my god people and that's mine hunter season two yes people went nuts for season one, and rightly so. I yeah. fell asleep a lot, <laughs> and I'm having the same problem with season two. I a lot of talking. Season one, it's all so talking. much talking, so, so much fucking talking. That's the thing. This, the sinner, there was at least you know murder and mm. <laughs> Mindhunter. It's just mostly just them talking to people. It's a lot of talking. Yeah, that tells you how I am, how mature I am as an adult. <laughs> you need I'm like, murder. if they're just sitting and talking, I don't want to show. I was hoping that season two was going to be. Just all very Ed Kemper. similar, just <laughs> just a hundred percent Ed Kemper, because uh, that was something that I mean he, that actor and that portrayal of Ed Kemper was really one of the things that put season one on the map was that it was just so eerily similar, yeah, that it was great. In season two, they're still out interviewing serial killers. They get a little bit of a boost from a new boss, so they get uh, higher profile serial killers like uh, Son of <clears throat> Sam. Mm-hmm. I, that's where I'm at right now. Yes. Uh, I need you to Google that actor and what Berkowitz actually looked like. It is un fucking canny really it is amazing what they did with the makeup it was like it was actually him it was fucking creepy as fuck i'm, I'm gonna multitask uh they also get get charles manson which uh i found out that he didn't actually kill anyone <laughs> well no i knew that he didn't actually kill anyone but um the actor that played Charles Manson in Mindhunter season two was the same actor that played Charles Manson in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's the exact same guy playing Charles Manson. He can do two things in his life, Charles Manson or Jesus. Right? Um, And so (laughs) he already had that kind of the ability to do Charles Manson very well. I have a question. Okay. Does anyone else, you or any, Bill said no. I think this particular actor playing Charles Manson Looks like Justin Timberlake. I'm going to Google him. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but Charles? when I 
uh, saw the trailer for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I was like, oh my God, Justin Timberlake is playing Charles Manson. That's so weird. Did you know that there's a documentary called Charles Manson's Superstar? I didn't. It's from I didn't, 1989. I didn't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> my owl search. So it's not Justin Timberlake. I didn't write the actor's name down because I'm terrible at that. You're much better at <laughs> caring who people are. Damon Harriman. So the makeup effects on the show to make them look like Berkowitz and Manson are just incredible. However, do you think it looks like, does it look like Justin Timberlake? No. <laughs> okay, it's no, just me then. it looks like an old psychology professor. All right, it's just me then. All right. Uh, maybe in his Manson face? I don't know. Is that appropriate? Yeah, no, it's when he's as Charles Manson. I don't know if it's the actor like normally. It's when he looks like Charles Manson that I think he looks like Justin Timberlake. I'm you, I'm trying to make connections to the center. Jessica Biel, Justin Timberlake. I'm, oh, I'm that's trying. not the connection I was trying. saying. But I was going to say, he doesn't look terrible. He, no. Like, I would have listened to what he had to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually interested right now. Let's go. Mm. Let's go visit him in jail. Uh, so the makeup effects t- for the serial he killers. Also died. Who? Charles Manson. God damn it. Everybody's dying. <laughs> I can't see anybody anymore. Bill Paxton. Charles Manson. This is bullshit. Uh, I had a problem with uh, the other makeup in the show. They were all fucking yellow, just like in Sabrina. Yeah, the main lady, Anna. Yeah. Anna Torv? Yes. So much fucking yellow. Why is she so yellow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't the only one that did you that. Actually, did you actually ever get to Catastrophe? No. <laughs> Rob's dad is an alcoholic, and he shows up in season four, and he's he's got cirrhosis of the liver. <laughs> so so they're like, why are you yellow? You look like a minion. You're scaring the kids. <laughs> but the first time, I don't... And I actually almost tweeted about it, but I was like, uh, maybe maybe it's just my TV. But is it the fluorescent lighting down in the basement? What is it? No, she it's, looked. It's, it's yeah, ter- uh, yeah, and I love and her. And so that's exactly like the same kind of coloration I noticed, like from the Sabrina show. It looked terrible. Netflix. Like, everybody else's makeup, like the serial killers' makeup, looked great. <laughs> lighting What's is the different. Fuck? Lighting is different in prison. It's bullshit. So uh, along with interviewing serial former serial killers uh they get caught up in trying to solve the atlanta child murders and this is a very famous case where it ended up with 28 people (gasps) dead Um, there's a podcast about it i never listened to it it's 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 i mean it was how how quickly it happened was what made it kind of you know a lot of serial killers kill and then several years can go by with this guy it was like every other day so yeah um also while we're dealing with this bill who is played by his name's like holt holt mcnamally mac yes oh my (laughs) god he's aggressive white man name (laughs) he is already i mean i've been seeing tweets about him holt mc there's too many c's mccallany holt he's really good yeah he's really good at bill uh and Bill is dealing with some problems at home um, regarding a crime that hits a little bit too close to home. I la- I didn't notice it in season one, but I laughed every single time. His wife, his name is Nancy, and he kept calling her Nance. Nance. <laughs> so it made me laugh every time he did it. Um, if you are not following the Instagram uh, 
middle middle class fancy, (laughs) you really need to be because there's a a lot of work you as 32 year old something. It is our life. Yes, it's amazing. So Bill is dealing along with all of the child murder things that are going on. Bill's dealing with something at hold. Holden is dealing with a newly discovered panic disorder and trying to control himself. And Wendy is dealing with sexism, women, oh, romance. Good job, writers. Give the woman Why a shit storyline. Did you even include her in season two if you weren't going to utilize her awesomeness? That she's like a fucking is doctor, isn't she? Yes, Dr. Wendy Carr. So, uh, Dr. Wendy Carr. Who is not Carrie Coon. I have her no! written down. I have her written down. It's played by Anna Torv, um, who I know best from Fringe. I didn't watch Fringe. It's good. It's good. You should go back and watch it. Um, and there was another guy, The the their new boss was also in Fringe. Um, which is probably like why he, how he got the job. The guy looked, he looks like a thumb. But when he does, <laughs> I just don't even understand why Wendy was even in this season. They give her nothing. Well, they give her nothing. Season one, there was like the hint that like of her loneliness. Remember the cat? Yeah. So it was like, she's this lonely, intelligent fucking. Wait until you finish the season. Uh, I'm not going to because I'm, I'm going to keep going uh, It's asleep. upsetting. Uh, so, speaking of Anna Torv and Carrie Coon, uh, <laughs> Carrie Coon and Anna Torv get mixed up so much that Carrie Coon's Twitter bio literally says, I am not on Mindhunter. <laughs> so, well, Carrie, you're so funny. They do. And I remember when season one of Mindhunter came out, I was like, that's the girl from Leftovers. And Bill's like, it's not. And I was like, no, I'm like pretty sure it is. And Mm -hmm. he's like, no, she was on Fringe. The girl from The Leftovers was on a Fringe. And I was like, they have the same eyes. Let me look it up. They do. The haircut, sure. And they they have have the the kind of, that kind of deep, the deep voice. uh, They could be a Bronx show girl. Yeah, why not? (laughs) So, yes. So, Carrie Coon is not in Mindhunter. She is in The Sinner. (laughs) Yes. Uh, The other thing that kind of irked me about this season and I guess about season one as well. They're frequent how much they fly. No, no, I love Just that. Just like at the drop of a hat. <laughs> I love the smoking on planes. Yes, Let's bring that back. <laughs> they keep showing scenes of the BTK killer. Okay. It's interspersed in, in every episode. BTK is hot right now. Is, it, is he? Is that why they're doing it? Because there's a podcast. There's a book from his daughter. The podcast I didn't like. There was weird musical things happening in it. <laughs> I got through one episode and I was like, bitch, is this just an advertisement for your album? I don't get it because I, as far as I know, the Mindhunter guys who are real, who are based on real people and a mm-hmm. real book, they didn't have anything to do with BTK's capture. Correct me if I'm wrong about that. I might look it up. But BTK didn't get caught till 2005. I don't remember that from the... Um research paper that I wrote for my ex-boyfriend. So they're, I mean, they're, they keep showing all of his crimes, but 
at no point are they going to be able to investigate and solve this unless they are going to keep the show going. It's what, the late 70s right now? They're just going to keep it going until uh, 2005 when yeah. this eventually gets... I don't understand why they're showing it. Or maybe the point is how he eludes them. Yes, and how his his MO is not the same as all of these people that they're like interviewing. It, it doesn't fit the profile he that they're creating. He married. Ah. And yeah, so that's, that's... They must be doing it because of that. But at the same time, I'm like... His wife. You might as well throw Zodiac in there and be like, you know, okay, here's all of these other unsolved Bring crimes. us Jake Gyllenhaal while you're yeah. at it so he can try and solve it. Love you, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, another connection to the sinner. Holden's girlfriend yes! from season one <laughs> is in season two of The Sinner. That's the one. And yeah, and, yeah, and so it was like, oh. I know that face. I know that face. I know, I know that, that face. And that I hated her. In season one of Mindhunter. Yeah. Hated her. She was obnoxious. Yeah. I didn't like her acting. I didn't. I. Um, I and I love Jonathan Groff. I mean, how can you fucking not? He's a. He's so wonderful. The he, tiniest little panic attack. Oh, little Jonathan Groff. So cute. Um, his. He, him in interviews. So like in the show, he doesn't smile or laugh because he's a mine hunter. He's hunting mines. <laughs> But, like, he's actually, like, a really, like, sweet and very smiley guy. He came from in the musical life. theater world, yeah. didn't he? That's why yeah. when this show started, I, I was like, that's Jonathan Groff. And I was like, what the fuck? He was on Glee. And he was the best what are you King doing? George. Oh, yes. He was the best. He's what are the, you doing? Nobody else can do it like he did. No. Um, and now? And he, now he's hunting mines. Yeah. Uh, did I like it as much as season one? No. Mm. Am I still going to watch it? Yes. I yeah. am because of their uh, serial killer interviews and that kind of stuff. It's very interesting. And that part of it is really cool. Also, uh, Bill Tench, the, he's, I love his character and he's great. He's really good. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and give Mind Hunter season two a three out of five yellow. Makeup <laughs> ladies, stop with minions. the yellow makeup. Stop oh with the minions. Oh my gosh, it's really bad. Yeah, and I don't. I did they blow all of their makeup budget on making that guy look like Berkowitz? I don't I get it. Probably. They, Jonathan Groff took it off for his hair. He looks. He's so cute. He's such a doll. Yeah, I don't know what my problem is with that show, but. I don't love love it as much as everybody else does, mm-hmm. and it, I'm I'm watching it because it is a topic I'm interested in. Yeah, but I struggle through every episode. I'll be on Twitter and then just forget that I'm watching TV, and I I have to restart episode three because I I just missed a whole yeah thing. I definitely don't love love season two as much as I enjoyed season one. So. Yeah, uh, oh season two slump. Maybe eh. yeah, maybe get it back in season three. Yeah. Uh, I also have a not always reoccurring thing that we do here on the Broad <laughs> Review called uh, Broad Targeting. Mostly because mine are boring. I it, have some clothing and furniture and jewelry, which are get, all things that I am interested in. <laughs> I get good targeting. Uh, so I got targeted for something nonstop for the last two weeks. Like it's on Instagram, it's on Facebook, it's on Twitter, it's every social media one that I it's like, why aren't you coming to the fucking website? <laughs> why you came to the hey. website? Now come back and finish hey your you. booking. It's for a company called Oliver's Travels, 
And Gull- you mean Gulliver's all Oliver's Oliver travel company. and their uh, tagline is "Why do ordinary?" And I would agree with that. Oliver's travel. Why do ordinary? So what Oliver's travels is, it is like an Airbnb slash VRBO for castles and villas in Europe. <laughs> This is from your Love Island viewing, isn't it? It certainly is. Because, of course, I, like, searched. First of all, um, I'm going to go back and uh, uh, correct myself. Mallorca, which is where the villa was on Love Island, is an island. Oh, thank you. Off the coast of Spain. God, there's an island. it is on an island. So I was looking up where the house was. Um, It's on Mallorca. And so it must have gotten the idea that I wanted to rent a luxury villa in Spain, which they are correct. <laughs> I do. Um, Ooh, sign me up for that one. I have so a passport now. They have, there are villas uh, in Spain, Italy, uh, England, Ireland, all of these very beautiful, picturesque places. And they run from a few hundred dollars a night to over $7,000 a night. Jesus Christ. So they go from a, a few hundred a night that's fairly reasonable for some like of these places. Are you in the servants quarters? Yeah, you're in a you're in, <laughs> you're the, in the downstairs. You're in the barn. Um <laughs> they're what they are searching for in their places that they rent are quirky, lavish, one of a kind places that include villas, castles, stately homes, Beach hut, cottages, and chateau with an X. Chateaux. Chateaux. <laughs> so uh, looking through some of these places, I- incredible. Sign me like, up. The, especially like the England and Ireland. Oh, you can rent please. whole fucking castles. For like a hundred bucks a night? No. <laughs> no, Fuck. you can't. But the thing is, a lot of these places, um, you know, it's for like 12 people. It's yeah. a huge whole home. And so if you actually calculate it out per person, it is not unreasonable. <laughs> some of them are unreasonable. But some of them I'm like, that's only like $80 a person a night. You love that. That's like big trips. That's big not unreasonable uh, to rent a villa on Mallorca so we can go visit the Love Island house. So we can pretend that we're on Love Island. <laughs> yes. But like the same partners. It's <laughs> not outrageous at all. So, and, and like there was um, like an old, like super fucking old medieval castle that you can rent in Ireland. What? That's like the the interior of it like has, there's like moss on the inside. Moss? Because it's a fucking brick castle. I, I was imagining hundreds of bugs. No. <laughs> there's probably bugs in there. It's probably gross. Moths. But moss. Like, moss. Um, I'm with you. But like the, the... To some of these places, I definitely recommend that you go to their website, especially if you're interested in any kind of international travel. Um, is there any just sort to of coop check code? out some of these places? Uh, is there any of, in Canada? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's it's entirely Europe, but there's like Latvia um, and Georgia. I, there might be Georgia. <laughs> I, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Well, the Russians so took them. The idea of that, I'm going to give a five out of five. <laughs> no, that's a great idea because. When Bill and I are looking for, like, Airbnbs in Hawaii, we're usually looking for quirkier places water or places that have a fucking water slide <laughs> or, you know, luxury travel, although it's not really luxury. Because we don't like staying in hotels. We like staying in, in homes, but we like staying in 
interesting homes. Right. And so this, like, just makes me want to go to Europe more because it's like, I could see in a fucking castle. You have to get Bill to stop wanting to go to Hawaii. I know. That's the challenge. Well, <laughs> I'm like, did you watch? He was watching Love Island with me. It never rained in Mallorca. Oh. So in the summer in Mallorca, we could go there and it's just as nice, if not nicer. Nicer. You never know because we'll never fucking go. <laughs> but we could rent one of these villas. Um, and also for targeting, yeah, that's a five out of five. That's a five out of five right there because this this is something that is very appealing to me. I like it. And it's, and it's not because like luxury travel, I'm not quite there yet. We do not have the amount of money that you would go for luxury travel. Quirky travel, on the other hand. Luxury meals. L- yes, luxury meal, quirky, <laughs> weird houses, castles. Uh, good for them for and there's a lot of properties um guess what i'm doing (laughs) yeah there were a lot of properties that you could rent of but the the downside of it is most of them are for an entire house and it's for a large house Mm. so that'd be so creepy if it was just two of you in a giant castle well i mean there was two of us in that giant house in hawaii with the water slide because it had a water slide yeah um so i i oliver's travels if you would like to sponsor us. Sponsor us. Yeah. Yeah, we'll drop our non-sponsor sandals because yeah. they're not coming through for anything. I'm also getting targeted for, this isn't just a side note, the new Virgin America cruises. What are those? So Virgin America is starting to do cruises. They don't allow kids on board. Bless At it all. up. You have to be 18 plus. There's no, it like, it's all, it's luxury travel. And so it's like, uh, there's no buffets and like shit food. It's all like gourmet food. Um, so they've also been targeting me for that. And it's not drastically more expensive than normal cruising is. The only problem is the places that they're going, it, it they're not very long cruises. And I don't really find the places that they're going interesting. Are they booze cruises? Yeah. Uh. Um, the other thing is, is they originally their kind of selling point was they their port stops were Cuba. <laughs> I've always wanted to go to Cuba. I think it would be really interesting. But now a dickhole of a president says that we can't go to Cuba. So they cannot go to Cuba anymore. Well, fuck. Yeah. So they had to change them all to like some just kind of generic places in the Bahamas, which and then like it's like, it's oh, a port stop in Miami. What? Bienvenidos a Miami. Fuck what? <laughs> no, I don't want to stop there. So I kind of lost interest. can't afford to stop in Miami. Keep going. <laughs> Just go, go to Cuba instead. So that was pretty interesting to be targeted for that. But I guess it was probably a offshoot of this. Like, oh, she likes luxury travel. Let's give this to her. Have cruise you ever been no on a kid. carnival cruise? <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. And there's too many fucking kids. Woof. Yeah. Well, what are we going to do? Are what we are you going to do while I'm gone? Are we're we going to be t- off, folks. We're going to be off for like a couple months, six weeks. Yeah. Because I'm gone a lot. And yeah. then we got the Franz in town. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a special guest star up. Oh, we could, totally could. Yeah. We could do a mini app. Maybe the boys want to do a, a bro review here. Yeah. And there. Yeah. Feel um, free. Take over. I won't know. I'll be in Georgia with no She'll internet access. Know. The country. Um, we'll probably uh, have to talk to each other. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know how about social are going. media uh, and things and like, you know, it, things that we watch because I'm not we're not going to be it would be a seven hour long episode if I waited to talk about everything that's going to happen 
in movies and TV from now until the next yeah. time we record. I have like a day and a half of flights to get to Georgia the country. So I am going to watch so much stuff mm-hmm. on my tablet. Yeah. And read so many books. I'm going to fall asleep. You're going to just fall I asleep. I fall asleep like an infant. I'll be like, <laughs> I'm going to watch these five shows. Oh. No, I the plane goes and I'm like, Xanax free and everything. I used to pop a Xanax so that I would fall asleep. Yeah. Now it's like the, they turn on the plane engine and I'm like, <sighs> this wonderful white noise. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So we'll, I, and there's some movies that are coming out uh, that we will likely see. But if I mean, expect a full review of the old Soviet. You're going to get it. I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> I'm going to get it. Um, but if you, uh, listeners, if you think of something that you would like us to watch or something that you would recommend uh, that you would like to hear a review of, we cannot talk about it with each other. <laughs> we can do that. We can handle that. We have that ability. Yes. Oh, well, we're certainly going to miss doing this for the next few weeks. I hope you miss us terribly. I will miss coming to Emily's for Friday night family dinner. Yeah. Family film. Family film festival. Film food festival. Frivolity. Fun. Fun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you for listening again. Season two is now complete. Perhaps maybe during this hiatus, we will somehow get a photo of us together. No. No. We'll try Sunday, but it's not going to. Oh, I just thought of something. Yeah. Karaoke? No. Well, yes. I thought of karaoke. Um, A Shout out and a thank you to our listeners down in San Diego that were involved Linda. in <laughs> Linda, um, <laughs> that were involved in uh, my wonderful little Debbie birthday box. <laughs> so fresh, still. Oh my god, those cakes are so fresh. <laughs> five out of five, little Debbie. They're because they come straight from the factory. They don't have time to get stale on the shelf. They're so fresh. I've never had fresher. So thank you to my San Diego ladies for getting me that little Debbie birthday box. And in advance, anybody else that might be getting me that birthday box, because I hear there might be another one coming. Uh, Thank you guys very much for for listening and listening to my requests. Yes. Happy birthday. Thank you. 32 is looking good on me. Oh, you're you're beautiful 32 year olds. (laughs) All right, folks. Well, we're signing off until season three, which will be back mid-October. Um, what do I say? Sweet dreams, best wishes, <laughs> and warmest regards. Bye. Oh, bye bye.